I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Vine Street Property Podcast. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business, and everything in between, providing you with a deep dive into their years of knowledge and experience to help kickstart your property journey. Join us at vinesd.co.uk for regular market updates and our latest investment opportunities. Welcome to another episode of the Vine Street Property Podcast with me, Jack Eskin-Taylor. Today, I have got Anthony Sit on the podcast. Anthony is a Hong Kong investor based in Hong Kong and he's investing in the UK property market. I thought it'd be really good to bring Anthony on the Vine Street Property Podcast to discuss his UK property investment journey and hear about the ups and downs and the struggles that he may face from investing overseas. Hi, Jet. How are you? Yeah, good. good. How um, how is your property investments going in the UK? Um, so far so good. Yeah, (laughs) progressing um slowly, particularly yeah after the lockdown, I think every um the progress has been speed up a little bit. (laughs) So uh, it's progressing uh, pretty well at the moment. Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Um, I basically just wanted to, to speak to you today just to try and sort of pick your brain and get a bit of your, your knowledge and experience on, on how investing in the UK has gone for you um, and other maybe problems that, that other overseas investors may have at looking at the UK or, or, or issues they may see. Um, so how long have you been investing in the UK? Have you just started or has it been a couple of years? Yeah, actually, I just uh, kicked off the post process last year okay um not very uh, experienced but i managed to uh, to have a few um at the moment and i'm currently still um, um buying a few um yeah. so uh, hopefully everything goes fine <laughs> yeah with all the purchases as you have read on my facebook <laughs> yeah yeah i've been i've been reading your posts very interesting yes and because i'm uh, not very experienced so i'm actually i'm um, looking um at the single bar to let and err um currently because these are the most straightforward ones yeah um actually i'm also interested to um to look into the other strategies um later on yeah but uh, I think a stick with the basic ones is uh, is the best at the moment. Yes, definitely. Yeah, that we've started. The, I've sort of gone into business with with a new business partner, and, and that's the um, 
that's the line that we've sort of gone down. We're just sticking to the straightforward single yeah. lets. They're the properties we're looking at. They're the properties we're looking to source. Um, we, you know, we, we got shiny penny syndrome at the start, you know, serviced accommodation, HMOs, you yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> so much more compared to the uh, um, property market in Hong Kong. Uh, okay. So we don't have house, we don't have uh, um, rent to rent and yeah. all these uh, different strategies. So uh, it's uh, quite straightforward um, in Hong Kong when compared to the UK market. Yeah. So uh, all new stuff. <laughs> What is Hong Kong like for, for investing, for, for buy-to-let? Does it compare to the UK? straightforward in Hong Kong. Um, it's usually mostly a single buy-to-let. Yeah. Um, we don't have a lot of the uh, BRR um, mm-hmm. opportunities because in Hong Kong, uh, um, are all flat, actually. A lot, a lot of houses in Hong Kong and all okay. the buildings are relatively very new. So uh, you don't need to do uh, like bed to break or, or you lock down everything and rebuild. So there, yeah. there is not much value you can add um, by the refurbishment. So yeah. it's relatively much e- simple in Hong Kong, simply single by the land. That's it, yeah. really. Okay. You cool. might, uh, there, there might be some uh, like Airbnb and things like that, but um, Generally speaking, just single buy to let in Hong Kong. So when compared to the UK, there are yeah. certainly much more investment strategies in UK. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, and what sort of areas do you look at in the UK, or how do you determine, uh, you know, after doing your research, uh, of what area to invest in? What do you look for? Um. Actually, because of my uh, strategy, I uh, look for the residential areas, like uh, with good schools around. I think I target uh, mostly the family, yeah. the professional working talents. And I, because I believe these talents will uh, stay longer in, mm. in terms of the tenancy, and, uh, and that makes my investment uh, more safe. Uh, when yeah. compared to the like the student HMOs or yeah. student um, flat and things like that, so uh, I, I would look for the big cities like Manchester, Liverpool, yeah. um, uh, Birmingham areas like these. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most importantly, um, these cities are relatively uh, known to to as a foreign investor, right? Uh, it's yeah. definitely. We know Manchester, we know Liverpool, we know Birmingham, London for the bigger cities. So yeah. I think that's the reason why a lot of the uh, um, investors in Hong Kong, they will look for the large cities when, mm-hmm. when for their first investment because definitely they are not going to look at somewhere like in, in the middle of nowhere yeah. where, where they never heard of it before. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I completely understand. So when, when you go for those... Um, when you go for houses, do you look at two beds and, and three beds as well? Or is it, and I hear a lot of people try and stick to three beds for the more family tenants. What yeah. do you typically go for? Um, I usually go for three beds uh, with yeah. gardens and hopefully the off-wall parking because yeah. um, that, that, that is my uh, target uh, market actually. And that's the reason um, I look for particularly for these properties, but I know uh, some of my friends they might just opt for two parents house yeah. uh, just because they are relatively cheaper and, and they can achieve a higher yield. So it, it really depends yeah. on the um, investment strategies um, 
the, the investor is trying to achieve. So different people that might think differently because, for example, I have some friends, they focus in the Odom area because they can find um, relatively cheaper yeah. house in that area so they can achieve a very high uh, rental yield. Yeah, yeah. So it, it really depends, right? Yeah. What's, what type of rental yield do you normally go for? Have you got something that you've got a minimum yield? Um, if if that is for the single buy to let, I will yeah. look for a five to a seven or eight percent yield. But if this is for the BRRR, I will look for fifteen to twenty percent yeah. after the refinancing or after the mortgage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's more realistic. Sometimes you see a lot of investors go for, you know, for really, really high yield or after refinance on BRR, <laughs> they want all money out. It's, it's harder to find those deals. Yes, yes. I, I, I find it quite uh, impossible, to be yeah. honest, these days, because I, I've been asking uh, quite a lot, oh, when, uh, when uh, can I... Uh, have a high IQ and things like that. I, I think it really comes down to if you want to uh, increase your yield, right? You can cut down your refurbishment. You can buy yeah. a uh, much cheaper house in a less desirable area and things yeah. like that. So, but that might impact your exit strategy. Though, if it doesn't work out, then yeah. then you might running into a bigger risk afterwards. Yeah. So I think um, uh, I personally will look for a, a relatively healthy yield. Yeah. Rather than looking for something, this is uh, unachievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You spend more time looking for the deal yeah. <laughs> if you've got yeah. if you're not realistic. Yes. Yeah. And I also personally think if there is really something like the no uh, all money out deal, yeah, um, I believe all these deals will go into the local investor first rather than a foreign investor. So uh, that that's absolutely uh, normal. I think yeah. because. Yeah, but and that's the reason why I uh, I I would just look for the uh, healthy you. Yeah, that would be more sensible. Yeah, definitely. Even being on the ground here, it's it's you know we're we're sourcing deals and we're trying to find the best deals as possible, and it's it's hard to find those deals. It really is. <laughs> yeah, particularly these days, right? In the last yeah, one year it's just rocket high the price. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy the demand. Um, it's lot, lots, lots of invested demand. Yes. I just wanted to ask, with with yourself being based in Hong Kong and investing in the UK, what are the, the main sort of struggles that you've faced, or the other stuff that's made it very hard for you to invest in the UK? Is there anything that stands out that, that you've struggled with? Yeah, I think um, personally, I have a few um, pain points. I would say as a foreign investor. Um, the first one will be the area knowledge, um, yeah. because we are not local. Uh, I've never lived in like Liverpool uh, or Manchester mm-hmm. before, so um, um, yeah, I have very li- limited local knowledge about the street, about the area, and I need someone mm-hmm. um, to tell me or, or to let me know whether this street um, is good to invest or or, yeah. you know, or the best price of the property on this street is. Is it expensive or is it reasonable? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is something um, is really struggling because uh, it's very difficult for, for us to determine um, whether this is a fair deal or whether this is a good deal. 
And mm -hmm. the second one is the veiling um, because we are not on the ground. So we really rely on the uh, sourcing agents or the PAR team to look at the whole property for us. Yeah. But, uh, but I think most of the time, um, a lot of the issues like the hidden issue, the damping issue and the gutters and the roof, it's yeah. really difficult to, to look at these through a video or, or a yeah. photo. So it really depends on the, 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 the power team mm -hmm. to spot these issues and to, and to uh, look at these uh, hidden issues for the investor. Yeah. And, um, and the third one is the, I think a lot of the investors in Hong Kong have difficulties looking at the home buyer survey report. Okay. And as, I, as I mentioned earlier, we only live in, most of us right, live in flats in Hong Kong. Okay. So we don't deal with gutters, we don't deal with the roof, we don't yeah. deal with loft conversion or kitchen extension, all yeah. this stuff are uh, all new to us. So uh, particularly with the technical terms, um, a lot of us might not be able to determine, okay, whether this is really a uh, big issue mm -hmm. to, to pull out from the deal or whether this is these are only a small, small or minor issues to go ahead. So. Uh, again, uh, usually we will use the surveyor or, yeah. or the uh, local power team um, for advice. But um, after all, uh, it would be good, I think, if we can also have a good understanding of the terminology so we can make our own decision. Yeah, okay. And uh, also, as I mentioned on my Facebook, like the refurbishment, we are unable to see till the completion. So we really unable to to look at the quality because uh, if you look, see through the, 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 the product um, through a picture or a video, it's completely different if you see it in real, right, reality. Yes. So um, we never know whether the refurbishment team did a good job or, or a quality yeah. job. So um, this is something um, also struggling. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I think one very last point is um, a lot of the foreign investors, particularly the ones from Hong Kong, some of them might not be very good at English. Mm -hmm. So um, there might also be language barriers when yeah. they look at the documents and trying to communicate with the power teams locally. Um, they, they might have some uh, communication issues too. So, yeah. so a combination of... Uh, um, obstacles or, 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 or difficulties yeah and that makes the, the overseas investing even harder yes to do I mean just uh, just take the money and buy a property is pretty easy right but but to make it uh, into a successful investment mm -hmm. this is another story right yeah we can always buy it right away but whether it will turn out to be a successful investment it really a question mark or, or, or high risk yeah. on these areas. Okay, great. So to a lot of those pain points, you really need somebody sort of on the ground here, don't you? Like you, you mentioned yeah. the power team a couple of times, that, that's going to be very vital in, in, in yep. creating those good investments. Have, have you started to build your power team? Have you made sort of movements to, to make those connections? And, and how did you do that? Yeah, actually, uh, I've been uh, trying to uh, build a power team um, mm -hmm. around my investment areas. Um, but I found it, uh, sometimes it might be quite difficult because um, a lot of the uh, um, local teams, they only work 
um, local, right? Yeah. So for, for the sourcing agent or the letting agent focusing on, in Liverpool, they only work for Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, if I invest in Manchester or Leeds or so, then I have to look for uh, another team locally. So yeah. that makes uh, even harder because when you try to source someone, right, on the internet or through a Facebook, yeah, it, it is it is quite difficult, right, to mm -hmm. to find the right one or whether this is the one uh, with good reputation or, or good um, experience of yeah. these. Uh, so it, it's never too easy, mm -hmm. but uh, for the others, like the lawyer is relatively easy. Um, mm -hmm. The mortgage broker is relatively easy because they just work on desktop. Yeah. So anyway, but for the sourcing agent, the letting agent, these are really difficult to, to build. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I, I agree, especially if you're, you're in different areas, um, yeah. like Liverpool, Manchester and Leeds. Uh, there might be some sourcing agents or some builders that may venture into different towns and cities, but yeah. it's very rare that to find somebody that's that's good of experience, yeah, right? and cover everywhere, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very hard to find. <laughs> I don't, I don't think there is anyone right will be able to say, "Oh, I cover everywhere." Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, but I think um, uh, locally, I think there are a lot of good ones and professional. Uh, yeah. it, it just a matter um, when we try to build a relationship and try to um, get the connection because mm -hmm. we are uh, not in the city or not locally it is yeah. even um, make it difficult right because we cannot um, meet with them face to face we yeah. can only right do the zoom call or, or, or phone calls so yeah. uh, sometimes it might not be as efficient Right, mm -hmm. it's always better, right? To, to uh, for example, to to meet with you, Jack, uh, than the pub in Liverpool. Right, yeah. have a few pan of beers <laughs> and we start out everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in in uh, UK last year. Okay. Um, to the Manchester and also to Liverpool. Yeah. Um. So and that's the reason why I started my uh, investment in Manchester. Mm -hmm. um, I was trying to do some in Liverpool, but unfortunately, I I was um, unsuccessful for mm -hmm. my offers. I think I failed in over ten offers really, in Liverpool yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, I think one of the reasons why is because there's so many investors, so the <laughs> price is just keep um, keep going up, going up exactly. Yeah, yeah. We we went to view one not long ago. Um, near Everton Football Stadium, um, and I think the asking price was sixty thousand. Um, I went in to view it. Business partner Paul he booked a view, and I I went and did the viewing for him after it came out. Long term tenants been in there for four or five years. Mum and dad lived a couple of houses down. Didn't want to move. Wanted to stay. Great right. investment. So as soon as I left, I called Paul and I said, Let, "Let's offer sixty k. It's it's worth sixty k. It's a good deal. Tenants in situ." And then Paul called, made the offer, and that that day was the first uh, day of viewings, and they said, "Oh, somebody's already offered over, over asking price." This <laughs> is so fast yeah. in Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Particularly um, the, the the properties are one and few, I think, because they are relatively yeah. uh, cheaper. I think it, it just it just it will just go off yeah. very quickly. Yeah, they do. They get snapped up very quick. 
Um, with regards to financing your deals, and, and you mentioned brokers before, do you have any issues with a Hong Kong investor with, with finance or mortgages? Is it more difficult? Do you pay higher interest rates? Yeah, definitely. I think um, for a foreign investor, um, we do have a, a higher rate than the yeah. local investors. Um, typically, um, for example, the gay house um, for international investors, I think they are offering 4.2% okay. at 75 uh, known to value. So 4.2% yeah. is quite quite high right, mm -hmm. right compared to the uh, um, local investors. Yeah. Um, I managed to uh, to to mortgage um, two of my properties in Manchester at um, 3.09 um, okay. HSBC UK. But uh, HSBC UK uh, don't use brokers, so we have yeah. to deal with them directly and and they have uh, right quite strict requirement on yeah. the application too. So uh, so I think refinancing is definitely another issue. Um, mm. for uh, investors in Hong Kong and particularly with the high interest rate that make it make the um, overall yield would be much yeah. lower um, when compared to the local investors. I'm yeah. still uh, trying to uh, find <laughs> whether there is any uh, good uh, lenders in the market because I think one of the lenders has pulled off uh, okay. during the pandemic and I think yeah. the, the the lender is still not yet come back to the oh, really yeah to the market at this moment, so um, we'll see how it goes. I think I'm still waiting for some of my properties to complete and to let out, and then I will try to um, get a get a get a try to find out some of the other um, products. I I will be able to refinance because at that time I I will have some uh, credit histories with my. Mm -hmm existing mortgage so hopefully yeah. it will get easier yeah <laughs> yeah I, I hope so yeah yeah four four percent is um is a, is a little bit on the high side when we do our figures we we base ours around three to 3.5 right. that's what we base our figures on but what we found quite a lot is when we're sourcing deals and we're doing sort of like example figures and we're sending them out every investor's finance position and and every investor has a different idea on the quality of what they want to do the refurb so what we found a lot was we would find the deal we would do some example figures out and we would maybe send it out to, to 10 or 20 investors and they would all have different views and opinions and say well insurance is higher i would normally <laughs> spend more on the survey and so everyone is different so um it's hard to try and make the figures work, work for everyone so what, what yeah, we've decided definitely. to do we just do yeah, the basic definitely. figures basic figures now and let the investors do their own research and do their own numbers. I think it's the best, yeah. the best way. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree uh, because personally, I also do my uh, own calculations. So yeah. I will use like 4.5 as the uh, interest rate for the remortgage and things like yeah. that. So suddenly the, the estimated return reduced yeah. significantly. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, when I spoke to uh, some of the uh, like sourcing agents say why why uh, my um, is twenty percent um, return? I say no no no. After yeah. my calculations, <laughs> it's only twelve or eleven. So um, so sometimes it can be quite difficult, particularly with the uh, high interest rates for foreign investors. Yeah. Um, it's even more difficult to 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 find a 
high yielding uh, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. There's a lot of factors that make it's hard to find a deal anyway. Never mind with extra, extra interest rates and extra issues as well. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely find it harder. Okay, all right, that's been great. Um, I think you touched on before, um, and you just spoke about again. Sorry, sourcing agents. I just wanted to ask yeah. if you had any. Obviously, me and my business partners we're property sourcing, um, and we're also looking to build our own portfolio. Is there any sort of advice you've got for us from basically experience? So working with estate agents and, and property sourcing companies, is there anything that, that stands out to you that you would really look for when working with a sourcing agent or an estate agent? Um, I think from my own perspective, um, because uh, I'm not on the grant, so I tend yeah. to uh, use the like WhatsApp um, on the messengers for the yeah. communication, but I understand some of the uh, sourcing agent they they are not very um, familiar with all the technologies communication tools. So mm-hmm. um, I think this is something uh, we need to use going forward yeah. for 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 the communication. And also, right. um, I think I also mentioned um, on, on my Facebook that. Um, Hopefully, um, I'm looking for regular updates, particularly um, for the yeah. refurbishment, because it's simply because I'm not on the ground, I cannot see the yeah. uh, progress of the of the project. So it would be great for a regular uh, update um, mm-hmm. on the on the refurbishment. And I think uh, one very um, important from my point of view is that we we only we are only an investor, right? We are we are mm-hmm. not we are just looking for. Uh, reasonable uh, return on our investment and uh, yeah. we just want to work with a uh, um, honest and professional partner on the ground yeah. so i think um, honest communication i think this is a very very important right we we just want to uh, share honestly and uh, just uh, very straightforward yeah so um, we don't want to right just hide up something and 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 everything so that's just, yeah this I, I personally i think is very straightforward and very simple mm-hmm. um, we are just we are just look for a very honest and professional partner um, who can help us on the ground yeah yeah no no i, I completely understand thank you very much for your feedback and, and all your insights it's, it's been really, really really good to speak to you really interesting no thank you very much thanks jack for the time yeah happy no, to no. share great Great. Thanks very much. Look forward to to potentially working together in the future. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Great. Okay, that's 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 been really good. That's been amazing. I'll uh, I'll keep in touch and hopefully we'll speak soon. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. very much. See you later. Thank you. See Bye. You. Bye. Bye. We talk with entrepreneurs about property, business, and everything in between. Join us at vinesd.co.uk for regular market updates and our latest investment opportunities. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.